Hey, everyone. I'm so excited to share our podcast has been nominated in Boise Weekly's annual Best of Boise contest. And while it's an honor to be nominated, I have to admit it would be even more fun to win. If we've helped you connect to the city you love, go to the link in the show notes to vote for us by May 23rd. Thanks, Boise. Today on CityCast Boise, with over 45,000 Instagram followers, Natalie Plummer from Hello Meridian has a lot of influence. She's sharing her favorite Meridian hangouts and don't miss spots. Plus, she tells us why sometimes she wishes she could throw her phone right out the window. It's Thursday, April 27th. I'm Emma Arnold, and this is what Boise is talking about. Thanks for coming on CityCast Boise. Hello, how are you doing today? Good. It's so nice to finally meet you. I follow Hello Meridian and it's incredible. You have 45,000 followers. And as far as I can tell, you're probably like the OG lifestyle influencer in the Valley. Is Do you feel like that's true? Yeah, for, um, yeah, for an influencer-based page. Yeah, for sure. So what has surprised you the most about running an influencer page about Meridian, Idaho? I think... <laughs> How opinionated people are. <laughs> Straight up. That, I read through your comments. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'm really interested in social media. I've been doing it actually for 16 years, been monetizing it. I was a, uh, one of the first lifestyle bloggers, but I'm surprised people have it. doesn't matter what I post about. Somebody's going to get mad. <laughs> so I, that's, sometimes that does surprise me. Yeah, that's a tricky part of being a public person. You know, when I was young and and first starting out, I would take everything so personally and respond to every criticism. And and now I just like I just block everybody. I block people preemptively. If you're in the least bit salty to me, I'm like, no thing. And I don't mean like genuine criticism, but someone being like, well, you should you're giving me parenting advice. You're telling me I should lose weight. You're telling me I should gain weight. And I, we're done. We're done. I don't put up with any of that. No. If people haven't figured out how to be emotionally mature and how to scroll past or how to treat someone with dignity or give pause before they respond, then it's like, um, I really would rather you not be here anyway. So, yeah. Well, it's been 13 years since your family moved to Meridian from Chattanooga and Meridian has changed so much. I mean, I feel like people who just moved here have no idea. But you like when you moved here, there were still farms everywhere. And now it's like the fastest growing one of the fastest growing cities in the country. Do you ever miss like old Meridian? Like when when you first moved there? Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, that was one of my favorite parts because moving from the south, um, you know, there's so much charm and you still can see the culture. That's one of the things that I like about the South is they really have kept a lot of the culture visible. And um, moving to Idaho was like, I wasn't sure about it. I mean, I have lived in Idaho before I went to college here. But when I came here and I, you know, we drive by these farmhouses and all of these things, um, I was like, yeah, okay. You know, it's it's still kind of got this this foundation. And then within like six years of us coming, that was pretty much gone, which was just crazy. 
Yeah, I've lived all over and like in the Midwest and the South is a perfect example. Like they in within a city, they'll preserve a lot of farmland and it creates a very different feel. And I was I've been so sad to see that completely disappear. Like I live in West Boise and that's all gone now and Meridian, it's all gone. But I guess, you know, there's been some good things, too. What's your favorite thing about like New Meridian? I think we're moving to have more like smaller business instead of like chain. I mean, we still have more chain in Meridian than like in Boise. So I think downtown Meridian is booming. And I think they've been really aware to make it this fun, urban kind of feel. I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't say that it has stayed like a farmer's (laughs) theme, but I think they're trying to make it um, like a beautiful place to visit and just like really focusing on the, the culture of Meridian which is different than the culture of Boise. I mean, it really is. Yeah, I. It's, you brought up Meridian's downtown, and it makes me think, like, I hadn't been to Meridian, you know, other than just sort of driving through. Uh, I hadn't been to downtown until uh, a few, like, for a couple years even. And we were driving through, and I was like, whoa, 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 it's cute down here? Yeah, I know. What happened? <laughs> like, it's. I was like, this is the cutest little downtown, and it's got little shops, and like you said, lots of local sweet little things. Also, I wanted to say, you know, I grew up in Boise, West Boise, and it, when I was growing up, this was the boonies. West Boise was the boonies, and then Meridian was like really the boonies. <laughs> yeah. And and it's funny because uh, I kind of had the opinion of Meridian as being kind of like sprawl and real suburbia. And, you know, from when I was a kid, like everybody was real uptight in Meridian. But then when I was watching the um, the testimony for the Meridian Library petition, I was like, okay, we have been sleeping on Meridian because these are extremely cool people. I was like, this is, this is not who I thought lived in Meridian. You know, this is my yeah. bias, me being a Boise jerk. But I was like, this, these people are really, really cool. And I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I think people are. And and not that we don't have those kind of people. You know, we have all different types. But I have found that there is this incredible population of very thoughtful, um, considerate, inclusive people in Meridian. Just where you happen to buy a house in the Treasure Valley is so funny that that's how you're defined. I mean, yeah. personality-wise, I would have probably moved to Boise. I didn't know that Boise was probably be more my personality when we moved here. I literally went on Facebook and said, hey, I'm moving to the Boise area. Where should we buy a house? Everyone said Meridian. So when I first got here, I was a little bit like, oh, this is not quite the feel that I would go for it. But then as I just started kind of being my own authentic self, then the the massive amount of amazing people here, I just started to get to know them and felt so much more comfortable. And then instead of thinking, oh, I'll stay in Meridian for a year or so, we're like, let's stay here forever. Yeah, I feel like there used to be a really pretty big culture divide between Meridian and Boise. But watching that uh, testimony, I was like, is it gone? Is it still there? Do you think there still is a pretty big culture divide between Meridian and Boise or or has that kind of dissipated some? I think there is still um, a cultural divide. I think, though, a lot of people, it's it's like they want to live here, and they don't see it as Boise, Meridian, Nampa, Caldwell. Like, they just want to live in this area. And I think at one point, there was much more separation. Um, and so where you decided to live um, kind of worked with your personality. Now it's like, well, where can you find a house? Yeah. <laughs> so um, a lot of people who would love downtown Boise or love Boise are living in Meridian and vice versa. I wouldn't say that cultural divide is gone. There's a big difference between Meridian and Nampa and a big difference between Nampa and Caldwell and a difference between Meridian and Eagle as a whole. Like as, But if you get down to the individuals, usually they're all pretty chill. 
Yeah, totally. And I and I actually agree with that. And I think it's a it's just such a very like Treasure Valley thing to be like, oh, Meridian, it's this totally other town. And it's like, you know, if you lived in L.A., you wouldn't be like you wouldn't be acting like these are separate neighborhoods. Yeah. And I don't think of it as separate neighborhoods. Yeah. Like people are always, I have friends who've never been to Boise, like downtown Boise, who've lived wow. in Meridian for like 10 years. I'm in <laughs> Boise like every day because that's where like my I, I don't love like the chain restaurants as much. And there's some I have lots of restaurants I love in Meridian, but um, most of the places I'm going to choose to like eat and, and drink are in Boise. And it's it's nothing to just drive over there. But there is a, a huge uh, group of people in Meridian who don't want to go to Boise, but a lot of Boiseans don't want to go to Meridian. So, yeah. I think we should we should both give each other's little towns a, a chance because they're yeah. probably more similar than we realize. Well, take me take me on a perfect Meridian day. Let's plan a, our day in Meridian together. What would you have us do like starting in the morning? Do you have a favorite coffee shop, favorite lunch spot? Let's see. Um, my favorite coffee place. So um, there's this little coffee place in downtown Meridian called Deja Brew. It used to have a long name that I didn't like called, what was it? Deja Brew Laffa Latte. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is this name too so much? Long? Name too much. Yeah. But um, they have great like uh, this sounds dumb. Just avocado toast. They have great avocado <laughs> toast. They have a great a great keto bowl that I like. Um, and it's just like you can kind of stay there all day. And it's right there on um, Generations Plaza. So um, during the summer, you can sit on their patio and watch the um, watch the fountains go up. And um, right around the corner. Um, if it's the weekend, I'll go to 830 Common for brunch. That is like a gastropub right there in downtown Meridian. And they're, they have one of my very favorite brunches. Just fantastic. Actually, I'll, I'd recommend that place for every meal. And their patio is great. And then at the winter, they'll have like heated, enclosed, separate little bubbles that are you can sit in, which are really fun. Oh, that's cool. That sounds fun. And then nightlife, I think of Meridian it has, as having really no nightlife. But is that true? <sighs> um. I don't stay in Meridian much for nightlife. So there are places I'll go. Like I'll go to the Roosevelt if I want to get a drink. Um, 8.30 common again, I'll go there for a, to get a drink. Um, honestly, I, I usually am not finding myself staying in Meridian too much for that though. All right. Fair, fair enough. Kind of true in Boise too. We've been talking about the nightlife here and how like it has its really good spots, but uh Nowhere to eat afterward. No, no late night dining options anywhere. So I mean, I like going to the Matador um, downtown Boise um, because they do stay up until midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of my places. But um, I mean, people go to the Village here a lot. I mean, the Village is um, it, a lot of people. I like the Village. It's just gotten very busy, just like everything. But for nightlife, if if I'm out with girlfriends' room, we're like, where do we want to go? We can always go um, to like Botavito or. Um, Twigs or Yard House or something like that. Like, and they have, uh, like, Yard House has a great late night happy hour. So, I mean, there is evening, but like, when I think of nightlife, like, usually we're, we're like home at like 10 30. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of, yeah. I'm like talking nightlife, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, I did go to bed at 9 30 last night. So, that's <laughs> fair. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling 
wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, we've been talking about your amazing, super successful Hello Meridian Instagram feed, but it's not the only thing you're up to. You mentioned your podcast that you host with your husband, Shane, called the Boise Bubble Podcast, Mm -hmm. which we are huge fans of. You started that in 2021. And how's the podcast been different than doing like social media for you? I don't love Instagram for a lot of things. Like it works because that's what's popular, but the attention span there is very limited. So I named it Hello Meridian because I lived here. But then I'm kind of people, you know, attach me to Meridian, but I talk about the Treasure Valley and outside of Meridian as much as anything. I think the podcast helped me because I could talk about more Treasure Valley wide topics. And also it was just kind of a fun experiment because my husband's a pretty good podcaster. I'm fine, but like he's a good podcaster. And I was like, this would be fun to kind of see you in this capacity. And it's been fun to, well, fun and weird. It's <laughs> yeah, like having having a podcast with your husband. You mean yeah? And so we actually <laughs> totally change it. Like this, we're about to move into something totally different. We're actually gonna move how we're paid kind of differently, so that we can get into some topics for a while that maybe like it would be harder as a sponsored podcast because Idaho's just got a lot going on. <laughs> and so it's yeah. like um, I say this a lot. People in Idaho. Um, are tending to move to a place of like, hey, let's let's get you inside a box and really define you and make sure we understand your religion and your politics and your sexuality, everything. And I really think that's dangerous. So the podcast is kind of an opportunity to show like more variety, I think, on people than maybe some people are even comfortable with. You've been mostly apolitical, like you said, on Hey Meridian, trying to stay away from super touchy subject, subjects on your Instagram feed. But recently you came out very strongly in support of the Meridian Library District, which has been under attack for a while from right-wing groups. Why did you decide that it was an issue you needed to speak on? Well, I mean, this is my town. And how dare you, first of all, try to take our library. But this is happening all over our country. I mean, this is terrifying what's happening. And the thing, I wouldn't say that I'm apolitical. I would just like, I just want to be issue-based. And uh, that's frustrating for people because I have have very conservative feelings and I have very, whatever, you know, it's like all over. But the, the thought that somebody would try to take that freedom away from families and also this, this movement towards trying to silence stories that make us uncomfortable um, is how we forget history, repeat history. Just the rhetoric from the group that was coming at the library felt like I was going, it didn't feel real. Like I, I, I honestly was like, are we, are we seriously in this place? But I, I think I've said that a thousand times in the last eight years. <laughs> are we seriously in this place? Like what's <laughs> happened? But um, so yeah, that that's important. Like we have to fight for what's what's good and what's kind and what's inclusive and what's I don't know it just and and that was a fight like we need to stem quickly I love that the Meridian Meridian mayor came in and said this is ridiculous that we're having this this situation a hundred people should not cause this kind of chaos and I was like yeah maybe we should change that because yeah I there's a hundred people against everything yeah puppies 
there's a hundred people that hate puppies, you know, like, (laughs) but what about on your post? What's the reaction been? Have you lost followers? Do people rally around that or like speak up in agreement? Of course, I'll always lose followers. I mean, I think the fact that I'm never going to just like vote by one party is going to piss people off in Idaho, no matter what. So anything that would indicate that in any way, I will lose followers. Like losing followers is just par for the course. Um, A few people have been bothered, but most people are just, most people are just appalled it's happening. But when you don't know something like that is happening, that's when, that's when things just implode without you, you understanding the situation. So I'm like, I need to, we need to go fast. We need to do a podcast on this. We need to alert people so we can, we can stop this quickly. Uh, I think it's going to keep on happening. I think um, we're just seeing the beginning of it, but this battle we won. Yeah, yeah. And part of the strategy seems to be attacking these things, these beloved institutions on all fronts so that you're stretched thin, you're exhausted, you know, you yeah. can only keep up with so much. So it's great that you uh, spent some time on that. Well, let's do something fun. I want to get some hot takes from you. Do you have any influencer pet peeves, like any trends that drive you up the wall that you can't stand? Oh my gosh, like so many. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, I don't understand twerking for the camera. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure what we're doing there. Um, so uh, I have kind of worked my situation with like even sponsored things where like when a restaurant asks me to come in, I'm there to have to enjoy your meal and to and so I'm going to make some content really fast, but I'm not setting up a bunch of things. I'm not going to stand on a like a chair to get like I want to be there and be present. And then that makes my content I feel like a little more authentic. I might not get like the best angles like I and I'm I might not be setting up for this like great shoot, but like for me I was tired of content creation taking away from the experience and like when you mix content creation so much with what you're doing normally, it really disengages you from like the people you're with. And I think people for the obsession of like making the right reel and getting the likes, they're forgetting that the content creation is supposed to be capturing your actual experience on things. And they're missing the entire experience. And so it doesn't bother me. It just makes me nervous that we have a generation who maybe can't distinguish between the two things. Wow, that is a really good point. And like great boundaries, by the way. I know that from my own social media where you feel like, oh, I have to take a picture of this. I have, you know, even if it's not something that's like sponsored or something you're doing, there can be like a a pressure to share your life, share yourself. Um, it's it's yeah. like very weird. What are some uh, misconceptions of influencer life that people have about you? Like, what do people assume about you and Hello Meridian that you're like, no, not that's not true. No. I think they think I'm partying like all the time. <laughs> and really, yeah. I'll spend like one weekend and I'll go to like five different places that are scheduled because it's not great for my body to like eat or drink or whatever. Like, so I'll like spread those things out. I think people forget I'm a real person and mm. they will say really horrible really awful things. And I think they think I don't care. Like as if the more followers you have, like the less you feel. I think the hardest thing is probably my older friends and my family. They're not engaged or interested or even follow Hello Meridian like at all. Uh, I've heard this so many times from influencers is that like their families will completely disengage Mm. with this aspect of their life. And 
you know, I don't care if I have 40,000 followers, like the, I have 12 people in my life who mean something real and those will always be the priority. And so you kind of always look at your life through their lens. So that part has been a little bit of struggle, I think. Yeah, I feel like our parents' generation, my parents have never had any social media whatsoever. And I'll be like talking to them about Twitter and they're like, okay. <laughs> like, they just think it's such nonsense. And sometimes I'm like, are they right? Like, <laughs> do you ever just want to like throw your phone away? Do you get really tired of it? Or do you, for the most part, do you like pretty much enjoy it? No, I would say I probably dislike it 60% of the time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love creating. That's the thing. Like, I love creating and I love my mission. Mm-hmm. I don't like the way some companies still undervalue. They'll be like, just do this thing. Like big companies, big companies, like just do this thing. And like, I'm like, well, this is, you know, this takes my time. This is my value. This is my influence. So this is how much it costs. And still like as if, oh, you're so cute. I'm like, am I so cute? Because I'm pretty sure I have more influence than you do. Yeah. And that <laughs> that triggers me like a lot. Like I have a list of like companies of like, nope, we're not working with them. Yeah, yeah. I'm wondering, is there something you're specifically like really proud of that you've, uh, you know, tried to influence others or tried to get people to consider in the Treasure Valley, uh, either Hello Meridian or on the Boise Bubble podcast? I try to promote that women, their dreams are important and that you can be a mother in many different ways. You can be a wife in many different ways. And I didn't have those examples as much. And so when I hear someone say, hey, I took my first solo vacation weekend away from my kids because I saw you did it. It's like influencers, I hate that word. I hate that word. But what all they do is they give people permission. Oftentimes they give people permission to try a new restaurant because they see someone else do it. A lot of people need to see someone else do it. When someone sees that I got a house cleaner and that my husband does all of our laundry, it gives them permission to reevaluate their situation in their home because people have done that for me too. I've seen, I've been given permission. I left organized religion and that has been something I don't like. I, I talk about it because I feel like I also want people to have permission to make those choices and question. And so like those things, that's the part of influence that I think is really exciting is that influence is really just showing people options for paths that might not work for them, but it also reminds people, oh, maybe the way I'm seeing the world is is different and okay. And so like for the longer plan, I think that helps us be kinder and more welcoming to our neighbors. One more thing before we sign off. Boise Dev is reporting that at a recent Boise Metro Chamber conference in Sun Valley, an Amtrak vice president said she was, quote, very confident that the Treasure Valley would be a study target for the train service company. Boise and other cities worked on grant applications for the study, although it will take many more years of work before you can catch a train here. Plus, Treasure Valley leaders will have to work across state borders to make it happen. That's all for today here on CityCast Boise. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend? Leave us a review and subscribe to our Hey Boise newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning for your weekly news chatter. Bye.